Wrestling fans, listen up. This is Effie from, you know, wrestling and the internet. It's CBV, Chris Van Vliet. It's Aubrey Edwards, referee at All Elite Wrestling. This is Old Master, the Southern Psycho, king of the trailer court. I poke God. It's the God of shit, Nick fucking Gage. Swoggle here, and this is the episode we've been waiting for. You're tuned in to Action Figure Weekly with Dylan Housen and Jerry Dan. So check out the podcast, AFW Podcast. Hello, figure fans. Welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly, AFW. I'm your host, Jerry Damage Cook. Joining me as always is the award-winning Deathmatch Brewmaster, Dylan Housen. Dylan Housen, how are you, sir? That's right. I am MWO Lum and the Thorn and Rob Buck's side. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Ooh, you know? he's not going to like that. Oh, he's not. He's not. I know he won't, but you know, live with it, bud. I'll hear all about it. I'm sure, I'll, I'm sure I'll hear about it. It is There'll what it is, promo. baby. It'll be another warehouse promo, and I'm ready. So ready. I love him. I don't know. I did a warehouse promo, and I didn't see him. You know, I loved your warehouse promo. I, I like that you called. Oh, that was I good. called out the warehouse promo. I thought that that made me laugh. Uh, I, I happened to. I needed to do one, um, and <laughs> I needed to do one, and uh, I was like, "When am I going to do one?" It's like, "Where am I going to do one?" It's like I want to do something kind of unique, and then I was like, "I happen to be working at night in one of our warehouses, or I mean, mm-hmm. not one of our, our only warehouse, but." And I was like, you know what? I was like, Rob used to do all those. I was like, why don't I do that? And be like, I'm looking for Rob Buck, you know? like. <laughs> and so. Uh, Couldn't find him. Wasn't in that warehouse. Wasn't in, wasn't in that one. He must have been in another one. So. Man, that that would be a great gimmick for somebody at MEWF. Just like the. Uh, <laughs> digging through warehouses trying to find. Because I, I know like uh, half mine have been shot at either. Uh, like if they're not shot here in my room. Uh, they're shot like in the brewery, like walking around our brew house or mm. the, uh, you know, like the, the cold room where we have our like cold storage. Uh, I know a bunch of guys film in warehouses or wherever they work. So that'd be, that's just, that would be a golden, uh, a golden gimmick idea to just roll through like ch- showing up in like different warehouses. Like you could just be in a different section of a warehouse, do like six of those. And like, I'm trying to find such and such different warehouse still can't find them. So uh, I just sent you the um, somebody took the Hogan chase for superstars figures. Um, he's got the blue boot base. It's the exact same figure as this one, except for instead of yellow boots, it's got blue boots. Right. Uh, but underneath it does have blue all blue tights and stuff, kind of like rip them. Uh, you know, rip from No Holds Barred, uh, which you know we did get the rip figure last summer. And so, uh, somebody took all the gear from that, the headband, the, uh, rip them hands, you know, the, where he's doing that, po- you know, finger thing or whatever. And, uh, the shirt and everything like that and put them on it and it looks awesome. It's a little superstars rip, you know, figure. Um, and so I have that coming in tomorrow. Thanks to AJ Maltese. Hell yeah. And I'm going to do that as soon as it comes in. And then, in the, I don't know where it's got. It's got to go on the front, though, right? I mean, it's got to be a fronter. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, so. Because, I mean, it looks like, it looks like you also put the uh, the Mr. T, like, cross chain, the white strap. Uh, Wait, it's got a chain on it, and then it's got a Oh, it comes with the chain? Well. Yeah. Okay, it looked like the, uh, the here, cross me. chain for that Mr. T ultimate. Carefully get him out of here. Uh, yeah, and it's got a headband that is removable, so you can put the blue headband on there. Uh, of course, it's got interchangeable hands. <clears throat> I think what I'm going to do is I've got to rearrange my Superstars figures now. Because I'm going to have the Hogan chase, the Hogan, and then uh, there's another Hogan coming out in the next series. Along with Doink and Andre. 
Um, Andre looks badass, by the way. As does the Doik. Right. So I'm going to figure out where those are going to go. And I'll probably redo my front my front row right now. Uh, the original one is the NWO. You know, Hogan, Hall, and Nash. I mean, it's got that. It's got to be the front. And then the other one ahead, Ma, uh, Macho rocking the new the Hogan in the red suit. But I don't know. <laughs> and then I've got my loose. Uh, Sitting here in front of my superstars figures, I have my loose series one uh, Jacks BCA figures. Uh, these are the ones that survived the fire. Nice. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know that story, these. Uh, so I have them now again, but I had a, a very nice. Um, I'd say these are nicer than the ones that I had before the fire, but. But I had a men on card set of Jack's Bone Cruncher Series 1. And um, they were literally, I was redesigning my office and stuff, you know, kind of like cleaning it out and fixing some stuff in there and things and kind of setting it up where I wanted it. And they were in a box next to the room that was on fire. Uh, so this box was literally on fire. I'm not not joking. It literally was on fire. These figures were on fire. <laughs> like at the top of the package is burnt to a crisp black. I open them because the bottom part is not. I'm expected to be like, ah, these are going to like reek. These are going to be just horrible. I'm going to throw them as, you know, right in the trash as soon as I open them. No. I open it. <laughs> and man, I got that like fresh plastic BCA smell. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> how does that work? Like, but they, I mean, I'm sitting here smelling razor right now. It's a figure fate miracle. Yeah. So I have a loose set and I have my, mitt and I'm like, what is it? I'm just like stammering all over the place. What the fuck? I was going to take a I'm shot. Gonna, I'm going to take a shot at Mountain Dew. How about that? <clears throat> I'll take it. We were talking. Tomorrow's going to be a good meal day. Not only am I getting that in, uh, I'm also getting in uh, the Wrestle Collector Shop Sabu and Sandman Bendy's. Then I'm going to get in probably some Lorcana stuff. Cha-ching. Cash money. Not really. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Bring that back. Yeah, up. please do. Um, and then I also getting in the I bought it last. I'm just gonna blame you. You bullied me into it last year. Uh -oh. Last year, last week, uh, we were going through Cyber Week sales. I think is what we were. Yeah, it was there. like the. I think it was Cyber Monday at that point, and then or no, it was Black Friday, and then immediately the episode was uh, was already behind because they moved to like Cyber Monday too, and then with Cyber Week, and you know, yeah. before we could get the episode out, we were already behind. <clears throat> but. Whichever one it was. I think it was, you know, it was Monday and then Black Friday, but still. Right. Whichever one it was, um, I was looking, we were looking at it, and they had the package deal of the three Major Pod set, two packs. Um, so it's Major Moments, uh, you know, from WrestleMania. Uh, it is Bearman on Brian and Thousand Dollar Broski. And what's the other one? Oh, it's the Bulls gear. That's the other one. Yeah. So it's those three. And then it's the single card Matt and single card Brian. And it had been $125 or something like that. And then it was down to like 90 And I was like, how many can, how many's in there? So I just topped in like 100 to see how many it would let me buy. And it said 20 And I was like, probably be okay for a little while but i'd hate for like me to be like ah 20s fine and then they sell out of those 20 and then i would have to buy them individually and it would be more and i'd be like pissed off or i just wouldn't get them at all then right so <laughs> uh, i'm not sick or anything i don't know what the fuck is going on today uh so 
I would then, uh, so it, I just went ahead and pulled the trigger at 90. Uh, it's now down to 70, by the way. So, so far, it will be even cheaper by the end of it. And I'll be like, fuck. See, I, those are like, uh, there, there's a website that I buy cigars from and they do a thing called free fall auctions. And you, you know, like the price will start, like if, if the MSRP is like $80, it'll start like, you know, it starts a little bit below and it'll drop and it'll drop and it'll drop. And, uh, I mean, I've bought like, f- you know, five packs of cigars that should have been 40, 50 bucks, for like $10. But if you don't put like you, you, if you get caught being stingy, like oh, I want it to drop more and more and more, you may never see that price again. And I think that's like these ringside sales in a, in a nutshell, it's like, you wait, but you, there's this like there's this kind of cross point of if I wait too long, I'm not going to get it at all, or I'm going to get it wet back up at the price that I didn't want to pay originally. You know, like just chasing that like, oh yeah, but it could be an even better deal. It could be an even better deal. So it's just like sometimes you buck up and you swing, and you could have got it for ten dollars cheaper, or you buck up and you swing and like you buy one of the last ones. Just just kind of the way she goes sometimes, mm-hmm. especially in the figure game. Cause like you may, you know, they may drop down to like 30 bucks at some point and then sell out. And then that's it. That's like some of the, uh, the store collectibles, uh, ligers. I got some for like 10 and $12. Now they're selling for, you know, I, I think secondhand, I saw some of them for like 30, 40, 50, 60. Like they're just, because they're not making them anymore, so then the secondary market price becomes what it becomes, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for the Storm collectibles, now now they might be kind of, you know, more just because they're harder to find and stuff, but uh, there was, the first one was expensive, and then I think it was the blue one, because it was like one out of like 150 or something like that. Like, it was pretty rare. I think those two, and there might have been one other one in there somewhere. Um, but I think that was the main ones, if I remember right. But I only have, um, it's not the first one, but it's like the more modern version. Uh, that's the only one I've got. But that figure is amazing. I mean, it's they really did a, a bang up job on those. I, I they need to fucking sign Muda. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a person. I mean, if Mattel's not going to get it or Jazzwares, like you know, which at that point, I mean, fuck, I don't know if I want Jazzwares to get it or <laughs> you know. I mean, Storm knocked it out of the park with uh with Liger. They knocked it out of the park with Suzuki. I'm really excited to see what they do with uh with El Desperado. I mean, you know, like you're going to wait and you're going to pay, but they're going to be bang up. I mean, my uh, Suzuki still sits on my desk. Like it's one of my favorite figures I own. I should have grabbed it earlier. Um, So I was over at my brother's uh, because I was at Walmart and they had one Supreme Punk, uh, which he was still looking for. So I grabbed it for him. Um, and took it over there to him, and then he swapped out his first dance punk, which I did not have, and he's like, here, you can have it. So I took the first dance punk, brought it home. It has that best in the world, you know, I was there, Chicago t-shirt or whatever on. Right. Um, I put on the, swapped to the, you know, uh, I love you, snook of hands or whatever. Uh, and then also changed out the hoodie from the Larry hoodie to the punk hoodie from the... Uh, Supreme figure mm-hmm. and swapped on the screaming face from the uh Supreme figure as well. And so dude, that's have, a badass uh, little figure. He's like, ah, you've got CM Punk screaming out. at uh, screaming at Jack Perry backstage or the gobbledygooker or whoever. Yeah, <laughs> so. I have him and Seth Rollins in a screaming match, <clears throat> so, or no, yeah. Seth's screaming and he's waving. Yeah, so yeah, that's a. You know, kind of, it's a, it's a cool figure. It's going somewhere on here. I, I need to figure out 
how to put figures like up here, like just like figure figures, you know. The uh, the sh like that the Supreme comes with like the gym shorts lower, doesn't it? No. Okay, it does not. He's got um, like black and gold tights, mm -hmm. and then camo tights. Ah, okay. Shirt, you know, like not shorts, but um, trunks. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I, I don't know why I thought, that, or maybe that was supposed to be the the like base one. Was he supposed to have like the? Because uh, I thought they were supposed to do a, a version of the blood and guts, uh, like white gym shorts like the I ring of honor style the, gym shorts that was the regular set one that is never going to come out that's yeah we'll probably never see well i mean i know we're not going to see it i mean i think this is the last so what i think they're going to do because okay so we were supposed to be punk and thunder rosa right um as well as some kind of walmart exclusive for penta and ray phoenix which we never saw that either yeah, which I th I was kind of so, hoping that uh Penta was going to be the yeah, Penta Oscuro. That's yeah, which we're I'm not going to get too. Um, so I think what happened is this line was just too. It's just not good for retail. I think because it is a forty two dollar you know figure. I do they these figures are we've talked about it just how amazing they are. I mean they these figures are worth every penny. Yeah, but we're also hardcore collectors, so you know that's that's. They I always thought it was toys. weird that there were going to be a Walmart exclusive because that to me never that would have been like a ringside home run. Well, and that's and, what they're going to, I think. So mm -hmm. because next, okay, so it was supposed to be Punk and Thunder Rosa in the regular set. We saw the Punk. I don't know if we saw Thunder Rosa or not. We may have. I think I know there was we saw the, of probably, but then we never saw another mention of Thunder Rosa at all. And the punk that we saw there, we never saw it, but we saw the Walmart exclusive punk. Um, and then Young Bucks are supposed to come after this. They were announced, but we never saw pictures of them at all. I don't think. Maybe we did. But regardless, we've not seen any update on them either. So right. uh, at this point, I assume they're not coming out. So I think that punk is the last retail one because they are doing a new Alistair. With new mask and all that kind of stuff, new accessories and everything, mm -hmm. and that's going to be on the vault, right? So I think where these will go is just to be in a vault exclusive item, which makes sense. That's a yeah. great place for it. So that's the perfect place for stuff like yeah. that. I could also see them doing kind of like uh, Mattel Creations just did with the the LWO, <clears throat> make it a like okay, we're going to place a pre order. Yeah, from this time to this time, and it's going to be strictly made to order. And uh, it's, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I I'm think that's that. perfect for that kind of thing. Do it with the Ring of Honor figures. Do it with the, some of the kind of deeper cut Supreme stuff like that. If people are willing to pay fifty bucks for them, they're also willing to wait a year to make sure they're getting like a high quality item. At least yeah. I know I am. Some people are just, you know, some people are just impatient, but. Yeah, that, uh, that uncensored Sabu's coming. I I can feel it. Man, I'm, I, I'm really waiting to see how Zombies' uh, stuff is, you know, because he's got. I I don't know if I was a fan of his King Kong Bundy per se, but I could probably be talked into it. Uh, but his Jeff Jarrett and his Pillman, man, both of those are. Home runs, and I don't think he'd announce the fourth figure in that line. His six-inch line. Mm -hmm. I don't um, think he did. No, but they—we've seen those three, and man, they looked amazing. I can't wait for Zombie to get those in hand, and you know, we know from everything else how great quality they are. I mean, so I Zombie has earned our trust at this point. I think. Um, earlier I was mentioning Lorcana or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, <laughs> so the prices were very, very high for a card game. Like usually, uh, when you buy a booster pack of cards, you're probably not going to get your value back out of it. I think the the Pokemon apparently, uh, we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on air or not. I think we did. Who knows? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but if not, I was just kind of getting itchy and I was setting up and trying to do like a recording, you know, breaks by damage and kind of getting some pack openings going and stuff like that. And We did talk about um, this. I, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe entirely on air. I don't know. And so I was opening some Pokemon cards and my original intent was open them, uh, set up an account on TCG player, which is kind of like the ringside collectibles for trading cards and uh, sell them on there. You know, I was like, you know, and I'm not going to make a killing on it, but, you know, put up a few cards every day or something like that. And, you know, if I make, you know, Break even, that's the goal, right? Right. <laughs> uh, not even close to even, like those are worthless. I mean, <laughs> you're spending like three fifty for a pack of cards. You might get a dollar. Right. <laughs> Maybe, if you're lucky. Um, I mean, the prices, I mean, they're just not there. And I was like, well. Some of those that- cards aren't worth the paper they're printed on, which is. Literally, Wild. yeah. Like you could sell it for a penny, and I was like, "And what do you you take a fraction of a penny at that point?" You know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> after fees are involved, and... after fees, you lose money on it. So, yeah. But um, but Lorcana prices were pretty high though, and it's just because there was demand for it, and there was no product out there. So that course, you know, you want the cards you need for your decks and stuff like that to play with. So those cards were, you know, 20, 30, 40, $50 in some cases. And, uh, <clears throat> then they did a restock a couple weeks ago for game shops. And then after that, they were supposed to, as of like Friday slash, you know, this past week, uh, they started showing up at big box stores, so Target, Walmart, uh, Best Buy, GameStops, that kind of thing. And that was that original November restock. And then also, as part of that, they got another holiday restock as well. Mm-hmm. And so you went from having, like, no product to just, like, fucking swimming in it. All of it. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it was just, like, so much in uh, so the prices have now tanked, which I mean is fine if you need. I, I have everything I need from the first set, so I don't even need to go out and buy anything. But um, while prices are low, I'm probably going to try to get a few foil cards and that kind of stuff that I know it'd be kind of cool to finish, you know, to have. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I mean, it's just uh, the prices are just solo right now i mean it's funny uh my brother went to walmart friday afternoon friday at noon uh, because usually that lady will kind of hit in the morning time you know whenever she's stalking i mean we're not stalking the card lady but we've ran into her enough to where we kind of know right. her pattern you know so it's like we know that she usually does air store on friday because she's got a route that she will travel and so every other week she'll hit our store on a Friday. And, uh, you know, you can kind of watch that and stuff too. Like if you go by the card aisle and you can know that notice, you know, like, oh, it looks pretty barren or it's all, you know, shitty, you know, like just disorganized and stuff. And then whenever they come and refill everything, it's always nice and, you know, upkept because they manage that section of the store. Right. So, you know, we've just kind of noticed it while looking for Lorcana and stuff. So. Uh, so she gets airs every other Friday. So we knew that this past week, as they were doing the restock, she would be there on Friday probably. So he went Friday at about 12 and nothing. So I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, well, maybe this was her off week and she'll be in next week to do it then. And then he ran by Friday mo- or Saturday morning and surprise, it was all there. <laughs> so he must have just missed her. Like she came a little bit later. Uh, Friday afternoon, but they had so much product, man. I mean, and it lasted for like three days or something. I mean, which, you know, before, if you recall, when I found it at Walmart originally back in August, um, it lasted all of like five seconds, (laughs) you know? So the fact that it lasted three days this time, um, 
is pretty astounding, I think. So, and uh, so our targets here still have like pretty decent card selections, but mm -hmm. both of the Walmarts close to me have almost entirely gotten rid of their card section. And it is, of course, it doesn't happen when I'm, you know, like not really paying attention to cards, but now that I'm actively in it, you can't find them anywhere now. Mm. I've got to go to some of the Walmarts that are further out. Some of these Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Walmarts. <clears throat> I had to explain... Um, my son was doing the, he did a play for Beauty and the Beast and I was, you know, be out of guest, be out of guest, put our service to the test. Cool times. And he's like, he's like, why do you enunciate the first letter in every word? And I was like, cause they're French. That's what they do. You know, like when you start thinking back about it, you know, it's not, you know, the, it's the Eiffel tower, you know, I. I mean, you yeah. know, it's it's Paris, it's pa, you know. So it's like the Louvre, you know, Louvre. I mean, you know, so it's like you've got a like heavy pronunciation on all the first letters. Which until I had told him that, and like I realized I was just doing it, and never actually thought about it. And then I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, and you know, you're you're French kind of baton rouge and shit so yeah no my last name uh gilbert should i guess technically be gilbert if uh we pronounce yeah, yeah, yeah. so i mean i i you know i got it in me i surrender fairly often i guess i am french there you go um so another news my culture speaking of lord Hanna, um <clears throat> we finally got in as part of that hobby restock a couple of weeks ago, uh, they finally got in in the Floricana product where they can start running local tournaments. So they got in four four and a half cases, I think. So it's 18 boxes of cards. Uh, they sold 16 within like a day and a half. Sold 16 boxes like that pretty much. They sold 12 the first day, uh, which is really, really great. And then they had uh, set back two, two for prize support for tournaments and stuff. So, so the way it works, it, two or three. I don't. They might have set back more than that. I don't know. I don't know how much they set back. But they did set back some for you know tournaments and stuff to run for that. So, um, the way it works is you show up, pay your five bucks, and then you get a pack for participating. And then they don't really do anything for win lose. You know. You're just playing to kind of have fun. Right. So when I found that out, I was like, ah, you know, it's like, I'm just going to have fun. I don't really care. And so I, I took a deck that I had never really played that much before from the first. Uh, I don't have any of the new cards hardly. So I can't really build anything new to play with. So I was like, well, I'm just going to take one of the really good decks from the first series and the first set and uh, run it. But the problem is I'm not really good with it. <laughs> so... Even though there's like, you know, this is kind of no pressure. Um, you know, I was like, okay, fine. So I played uh, this one guy who, he's a good card player. He just, but they don't really have a ton of cards and they were basically running little starter decks. Mm -hmm. Him and his daughter. Uh, so I beat him because his, my deck is just outclasses his. I mean, there's just, you know, there's never, never a reason I should lose to that. Um, even though he's a good player, but so I win that uh, play. He's a, a good play card player. One of the co-owners of the shop uh, play him in the second round, close, um, but he beats me uh, because I made some really bad mistakes in that. From where I'm just not good with the deck, and uh, really, I came down to like the middle of the part of the game. I was ahead, and. Um, I have a card which lets you basically like you just throw your hand away and you draw seven new cards. Me and the opponent. Well, he's running a control deck. Uh, which, you know, was real heavy on like being able to control the board and that kind of stuff. And right. he only had like two cards in his hand. 
So I don't want to give him a whole bunch of new stuff because then guess what? It's going to be shitty for me because he's going to all of a sudden now he's got shit to deal with. You know, you can he didn't have an answer maybe in two cards in his hand, but if I give him seven, he probably has a, a way out of something. And so I was like, well, I don't really do want to do it. But the problem was then I should have thought about it this way is that uh, because I was just drawing off like one or two cards at a time, I didn't really have a way to do anything. So uh, I hurt myself by waiting too long where I should just pull the trigger and done it. And because right. I waited way too long to do that, by the time I finally did it, it was he was already ahead anyway. So my bad, y'all. So I lost that one. I played my brother who is playing like the best deck with the new cards pretty much. Uh, so he he beat me uh, because his deck just dunks on mine. <clears throat> Some of the new cards are just that good. And then uh, last round, so it was me, my son, and my daughter all went. My daughter did not play. She's seven. She can play the game, um, but she's not really good at it per se. And I told her if there was an odd number of people, I would let her play to make it even. But otherwise, I didn't want to like have her be the weird buy situation and you know somebody had to sit out every time and stuff. So uh, I would prefer her to sit out and kind of right. watch. So of course she didn't get bored by the end of it, you know. Uh, but yeah, so she had fun. But but <laughs> uh, but last round I did play my son and. As soon as we sat down, I was like, all right, I know I'm not going to win this game. Not because he's that much better than me or anything like that, but just I knew that if he wins this game, he's going to be pretty inclined to like have had a fun or a better time because he beat dad. Right. And so I was like, all right, it's like I'm going to, I'm going to try, quote unquote, and I'm good enough to where I can make it look like I was really trying, um, but also not win the game. So <clears throat> he, uh, so he won and, you know, he was very, very happy to go up there and tell him that he beat his dad. So report <laughs> the results. So, yeah. Uh, but the highlight <laughs> besides that, that was pretty, you know, that that's one of the things, um, ever since I started gaming, uh, there was a father and son. It's actually uh, Toy Vomit and his dad mm -hmm. uh, would come and play. And, you know, it's where I met them and stuff. And I saw how close they would get uh, is that. So I'd always had that, you know, like envision of like me and my son at some point, um, you know, going to play games on weekends and stuff like that, kind of like they did and bonding that way. And so, you know, to get to do that, even if it's, you know, I mean, we won't be able to do that every week. You know, there's going to be activities that they have plays and that kind of stuff, you know, on weekends. So, so we won't be able to make every single one, but we can make, you know, probably more often than not. And so, uh, getting to do that was pretty special for me. So, but yeah, the, awesome. <laughs> the, the real highlight though, outside of that, uh, was, I you know, we got two packs. My son got his pack and his pack was okay. Uh, but then my pack, I let my daughter open it and she's sitting there and as soon as she kind of opens and start looking at the cards, I see something real shiny in there. And I was like, I need to see those Kate because she pulled a full art Maui card, uh, which is worth $110. So how's that? Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad day. No, pretty good. Pretty good day. She, we try to explain to her all day long. We're like, sweetie, you just pulled a hundred dollar card. Like, you know, like you won. Yeah. You're the winner of the day. You know, you're the winner of the day, sweetie. So. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty good day though. And now my son's been asking me all day. He's like, what can we do for this? You know, it's like, what, what kind of deck can I run? You know, that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to think about it. And, uh, stitch is his stitch is his favorite character. So uh, I'm trying to build something for him with that. But the problem is some of the good stuff doesn't run Stitch right now. So right. <laughs> he, he went from being like one of the absolute best characters in the first set uh, to where now they don't really run him that much. But, I believe uh, the Call not. of Duty term was nerfed. 
Like no, he's not really that was, nerd. Like, that was spec to all hell, and then an update would hit. It's like, well, that's fucked. And there's probably one out there for him. Um, for card games, there are... There's three different types of stuff that you can do. You can do an aggro, you know, which is like, you're just quick. Uh, to the point, you run a bunch of like cheap stuff to early on, so that way you just kind of hit them in the face or you know whatever. Um, and your your whole goal is just to win quick. You know, you're you're not planning for twenty, thirty game, thirty turns into the game. You're you're focusing on like five or six turns. You're either going to win the game probably by that point, or if you stall and don't get that you know jump like you need to early on, uh, they're going to kick your ass. So, aggro all about being aggressive. Uh, Mid range, which it uses bigger stuff to where you know it can kind of like try to control maybe a little bit in the early part. You know, while their aggro stuff, you can kind of fight it off, and then by the middle part of the game, they're throwing down bigger stuff than the aggro can deal with, and they're able to keep and survive and uh, take control of the game in the mid part of it. And then win in the late part because they're throwing down this huge shit that you can't deal with. And then there is control. And control's whole thing is that they just don't let you do anything. (laughs) And uh, don't let you do anything. They try to counter everything you do until eventually you run out of uh, resources to do anything with. And at that point, then they can start putting down their stuff and they win the game at that point because they've got control of the game. So, It's like rock, paper, scissors, though. Uh, aggro smashes control. Control smashes mid-range. Mid-range smashes aggro. Rock, paper, scissors. So. Uh, Stitch right now is a mid-range card. But there's not really a mid-range deck with him in it. So, because the yellow, he's there's different colors in Lorcana. And the stitch color is yellow. And uh, yellow is just all aggro right now. So I might be able to make him something, I think. I can, but uh, he's also still relatively new to the game. So, you know, I don't want it to be overly complicated to him. Uh, I want him to be able to, you know... I'm not saying he's going to go, like, be a world beater or anything like that next week. But, you know, at least uh, go in and, you know... Have fun. That's the goal. Because if he's having fun, then he's going to want to keep going back, you know. Which then means, I, in turn, I get to keep playing too. So, <laughs> you know. Win, win, win. I mean, yeah. Are you getting to pass on the, uh, getting to pass on gaming to your son's pretty cool, man. Like, that's. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. You know, even if we never get to do it again, um, you know, getting to do it at least that once was pretty good. Yeah. So, well, man, I, you know, probably hold on to the memory of uh, playing in the tournament, beating you in the tournament. You know, yeah. Just don't let them listen to this episode where you uh, go into business for yourself. Well, you know, I didn't really uh, lose; I was booked to lose, and. Uh, That's where Jerry goes full Bret Hart. Yeah. No, I will, uh, you know, we'll have fun. And, and, you know, at some point uh, I'll beat him down, you know. So he did get to, (laughs) uh, I don't know who he played where the first two games. I don't don't remember who he played. Um, But he played his cousin, my nephew, in the third round. And that was one. I, I was playing my brother that round. And I told my brother, I was like, okay, he's like, we got to sit next to him so we can like watch this. You know, as we play, we can kind of watch them play. And uh, very, very close game between those two. And it, my son ended up winning. Uh, and then he beat me the next round. So I think that's why he was, you know, having a pretty positive day out of it. So well, now I need to sit down and figure out. Uh, you know what? What cards I've got? Uh, what cards I'm missing from stuff? You know, kind of take it from there. 
also figure out what the hell he's going to play. Because I don't know. I'll figure it out. But, you know. Log into my TCG player real quick. A message. What? What's my message? Somebody sent me a message. Did you set up a uh, storefront on there? No. Oh, it's somebody saying, hey, thanks for ordering. Ah. You're welcome. Where's my shit? <laughs> Where's my cards, motherfucker? I used to hate that when I was ordering... Uh... I'd order like guitar pedals and stuff and, and people would message me. There was a site called Reverb and uh, you would get like the people that would message you and they were just like, here's your track and all right, thanks, bud. No problem, man. How's that? How's life? I was like, man, the, 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 the transaction has, has occurred. You Here's my tracking. We don't we don't need to be best friends here. Just, just leave me alone. I have things to do. How's it going? Well, it's been better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what are we about to just become best friends over a over a guitar pedal purchase? I see yep. you too like uh, distortion effects on your bass guitar. Do you want to hang out or like no man? I'm a I'm a bass player with like dialing in a pedal board. I'm not exactly a social butterfly. <laughs> Trying to check something real quick. It looks like it. I didn't order. I mean, I had something out there, and I didn't even uh, I didn't open it. So I need to go check and see. <clears throat> I did get in a complete first set, though. I do have it. That was pretty cool. Um, between the boxes that I got and my brother got, I was missing three cards. Damn. Um, but luckily they were like very cheap ones. So I think I spent 10 bucks <laughs> and got the last three rares that I needed. Uh, and those came in. So we were talking before I went on the air. I was working on, I went to Walmart and got these like little um, card uh, pages. And put them in a little cheap binder. And I was like, all right, I can put my Larkana cards in here. Uh, except for it is very shitty. <laughs> right. Those pages suck. So, I don't really want to do that. Hmm. So, I was trying to think if I needed, if I could put a sticker on my, uh, or put stickers on my deck box here. And, uh, I Google it trying to figure it out. Uh, they said, why don't you try a sample? I was like, well, I have sample stickers around here. So <laughs> find some shitty sticker that I've got laying around here somewhere and then try it on the deck box. And if it works, fantastic. Uh, if it doesn't, I didn't ruin my sticker. So There you go. Yeah, so fun day. Fun day. Um, I didn't even think I'd get to go play Lorcana this weekend. I was kind of, I don't know if I'd say bummed about that, you know, maybe kind of a little bit, but, um, but didn't think I'd be able to because we had our uh, Christmas parade, local Christmas parade here, and my daughter was supposed to be in it. Uh, and it was going to take place pretty much like about midway through what, when the tournament would have been playing. Mm. Um, but luckily it was, Luck, I say luckily. I mean, it was uh, very shitty weather. So <laughs> uh, we opted to not go do that. And, you know, then opened this up to go do what we went and did. So, hey, you know, sometimes it just works out. Um, looking at some of these game genetic. No, that's not what I want. I, I was looking at some of those. The uh, what do you do? The sixteen. Uh, um, I think it's eighteen page. 
And you're getting the ones that are kind of flexible, like the smaller binders. No, they should be normal page, like nine. Yeah, there we go. Here, I want to show you. Oh, no, it's a nude. No, I'm just playing. Oh, no. And that's how the podcast ends right there. Okay, yeah, I, I think I've seen these before. And so that, I mean, that's, that looks like it's kind of flexible, uh, flexible cover, a little bit smaller mm. than like the big kind of three ring binders. Cause that may yeah. be something I can keep on the desk. I can just have them stacked and just color code. Cause I kind of want to get into, uh, I, I started to on a, like a fire sale and, uh, I got kind of hooked on the ICW no holds barred, like the autograph cards and stuff like that. So that would be fun. Like, you know, have a binder for that binder for AEW. Because there's a lot of cool shit out there in the card world. Yeah. There is, there is, there is. Hey, they've got black. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm just going to buy uh, a black one. Why is there so many, like... <laughs> uh, my kids found the adorables <laughs> that I had been buying. Oh, yeah, the ones it's you've been saving over. for... Uh... You've been saving to use the as like the placeholders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they thought it was very cool. Uh, they, you know, and then they spent time going through all the doorbells down there and stuff and figuring out which ones they wanted to take for the tournament. And I was like, you don't really have to use these, <laughs> but it's just, I just kind of thought it was like a cool way, kind of a, you know, I mean, we're playing with a Disney card game. So, um, you know, getting Disney characters out there and stuff is kind of a fun way to to do that. So, right, and to keep track of your score and stuff like that. So, uh, Charlie likes one. Uh, there's one playmat that I have that has uh, it's got uh, like two different score sheets. Or not score sheets. Like a, it counts down from like one to twenty, and then twenty down to one. Right, so you can keep track of both scores going through. So. Uh, he had fun picking out, you know, different ones to bring one for him and one for his opponent, you know. Um, I forget what he used for the opponent. It was something funny, though. It's like Eeyore or something like that. You know, like that was who, <laughs> who he was playing against was like Eeyore or something. <laughs> so. Yeah. And for, you know, for a posterity here it is 1 30 in the morning and i'm sitting here looking at all these cards going like i could sit here and build some decks real quick you know like <laughs> uh, so maybe we'll do that we'll see yeah man that could be your uh that could be your other spinoff is deck building deck yeah, building with damage Lorcana chat <laughs> this is the Lorcana lounge i love Lorcana. it's so much fun I got a hold of that versus system uh, AEW game, and I just or it's you know it's the uh, mine's sitting right over here. I see it. I'm looking at boxed it. up. I just need to take time and learn it. Yeah, I don't. The, the versus system has been around for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, I just have never. I I mean, I played it like uh, sporadically, you know, like here and there kind of thing, but um about all i really played it though i never played it a ton and it's been a long time since i did play it but i think the system itself like hasn't really changed right they just add more characters and stuff like that yeah and as i'm sitting here i have an idea for trying to get the major uh, bendy's you know card or whatever we got a cool picture idea, so we'll send it. Dun dun So yeah. All right, man. I think we're we're piddling now. About to say I'm gonna do a lot the, of editing. We hit the big things. <laughs> yeah, there's some some downtime. So, but hey, um, it's the way she goes sometimes. Yeah, we hit the big things though. The big things was like, uh, you got anything big coming in this week? No, man. I I, the, I think my my two big purchases is um like my my wife and i and a couple friends are gonna go to uh we're going to aew in january they're finally coming back to new orleans 
So we bought our tickets and to all the people that have complained about, Oh, it doesn't look like they're filling arenas. They're, they're not doing this and not doing that. Like it was kind of a bitch to get tickets. Uh, but we got, yeah, we ordered ours like the day that they, uh, they announced and maybe they're adding more, but, uh, we, I mean, we pulled the trigger on what looks like they're going to be pretty, pretty damn decent seats unless there's like a giant lighting truss in the way. And, uh, but I mean, when we were looking, there was like 10 sections with seats available and everything else was listed as like sold already. And now maybe that's because new Orleans, the last time we had AEW was, uh, April of April of 22. So it's been a hot minute. Um, uh, I could also see how it's a pain for them to continually sell like the Chicago market and the markets they are just hitting, like. They're going to be back in Chicago in a month, you know, like it, I could see people waiting on this, uh, or, you know, like, oh yeah, I'll catch them on the next go around. But here, I mean, that's, we're getting them now. Who knows when they're coming back? Might be another year, year and a half. So we dove on that and then, uh, potentially taking a trip to Hattiesburg, Mississippi to go see micro wrestling. And, uh, pretty, pretty damn excited about that. looks like it's going to be if everything pans out like I believe it should, we, it's going to be quite the time. I'll have, hopefully have some great stories coming back off that one. Because it just looks like it's from the videos that we keep watching on social media and uh, the, the show that they had on IWTV kind of briefly. It was a short run uh, rim shot. But the the product is fun. Like they've got this, like a really fun cast of characters. And I think it should be a great time. Just a great show to be at. So yeah. And I hadn't really got a whole lot in, uh, I'm waiting on some cards from card breaks that I've got some pretty decent pulls out of, but right now, man, it's just buying tickets for future wrestling shows. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Support your companies. Yep. I agree with that. So on that note, it's a good place to end it. I think so. So signing off for Dylan Housen, I'm Jerry Damage saying see you next week.